and welcome to Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brandon. And I'm Albert. And today we're going to be talking about The Gorgon from 1942. So, Medusa or her sisters? A title card recounts. <laughs> Are you okay? It's a very granular description. Well, you Fade know, up from like... black, exterior shot. Didn't know we were reading the script. I think they're just letting us know, no, like, no, no. you know, Star Wars starts out with, like, all this text of there's a war on and the Imperials versus the Rebels. And... Imagine reading a synopsis that just included that, but didn't tell you it was a text crawl. <laughs> and then you go to Star Wars and like, this is a book on tape? What? The dead speak. Wait, what? Is this the whole movie just going to be a text? What? I'm out of here. This is stupid. I, by the way... I probably already said this, but I want to say again, I unironically love the beginning of the text crawl from Star Wars Episode Nine. I haven't seen Star Wars Episode Nine, so okay. It says, the dead speak! Okay. Because Emperor Palpatine comes back. Oh. Uh-huh. I guess spoilers if you... He's laughing in the trailer. ...haven't like. seen it and didn't live outside of a cave for the last year. Anyway, that's not this movie, apparently. It's not. This That movie was referencing previous movies that were referencing this movie. Oh, okay. Which had a title card. Ah. Which recounts that Borsky Castle in Vandorf is inhabited by a monster and that no one can survive there. I think this movie takes place in Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Borsky? Yeah, that was a joke. I don't actually think it takes place okay. in Mexico because none of these are Mexican yeah. names. I realized after I said it that I sounded serious. Yeah, and you, you didn't did sound very sincere. <laughs> so I was going to question. It's that my was sarcasm. Uh, Borsky. I think this takes place in Mexico, Brantley. There, I'll edit to that. <laughs> Bruno Heights is painting a semi-nude portrait of his girlfriend Sasha. But it's like tasteful. It's tasteful. Which which part <laughs> you think is close? Well, you get. You, you obviously the crotch is covered. You can't show the crotch. So yeah, it's not tasteful then. And you got to tastefully cover the nips. Maybe one nip is showing. Possibly, but like half of it. It's like all those great like paintings Birth of, Venus. of Venus. Is arguably tasteful. Yeah. She announces she's going to have his baby, so he goes to talk to her father. About. Do you, how do you think it came up? Do you think he was like, you know this. Last week when I was started you on this semi-nude portrait, you were uh, thinner. What's up with that? You haven't been eating any extra any extra donuts. Maybe he compliments it. was like, you're looking more full. And I actually really into it. He's like, that's because I'm pregnant. I'm and sorry? it's yours. I guess that's good news. I'm going to go talk to your dad. Probably going to like, hey, uh, can I marry her? Cause it's, yeah, 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 yeah. She runs oh, after he's him. like, hey, uh, sir, um, we haven't had sex since she says it's mine. Uh... <laughs> Don't want to drop that on you, but I also don't want you to think that I'm just running out on the family. How we handle this? <laughs> it was it, that. I want you to know the semi-nude portrait I'm painting of her. It wasn't that part that was uncovered. It was tasteful. I made sure that was always care- covered. She wasn't wearing a hat. I'm an artiste. <laughs> she runs after him, and through the trees sees Castle Borsky, then screams in terror. That's oh, a spooky castle. Yeah. Well, that's the. The title card. She read it. She oh. knows that it's inhabited by a monster and oh, no one and can survive yeah, it. Yeah, no, you're going to die. At Vandorf Medical Institution, some people just call those hospitals, Inspector Kanoff arrives to see Dr. Namaroff. 
to discuss the mysterious murder. What murder? Well, she's dead. I she saw the castle. She can't survive. She screamed in horror. They then, I guess, smash cut to castle her dead body. The question is, how did they get the body without dying? <laughs> they didn't look at the castle. Of course, just like look at the ground, boys. Look at the ground. They did the. They did the. You know Noah's good son. It's like the backing covenant. up with the sheet. It's like the co- the Ark of the Covenant where you're looking upon it kills you, but it's okay. a giant castle in the middle of the woods. Yeah, the wizard that cursed this place was tricky. That's a that's a weird like trope. Like obviously, looking at the Ark of the Covenant doesn't kill. You. Looking into it kills you yeah. if you're not the right guy. But read a read a book. I learned that from Indiana Jones. You don't have to read books. Be illiterate. It's good for you. <laughs> read the book that the Ark of the Covenant's in if you want. To Which one? There's about... like twelve hundred. The main one. The novelization of Indiana Jones. No, I was thinking about the. Uh, Who's left Ark? <laughs> the, the I was thinking recently about the episode where the Philistines capture the Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. and stick it in their temple. So obviously, again, it's not like magic. Whatever you think about that story, yeah. It, it obviously does not establish a magic Gorgon-like look at it and you die mm-hmm. for all humans situation. Um, but also I was thinking, oh, they're 100% doing the thing with that arc that like all the other tribes that ever like conflicted with each other and they had their gods and the other tribe had their gods did, which is not like you don't destroy the other tribe's gods. You're just, you just like, we've it, got yeah. your gods now. Yeah. And then you worship those gods too. Like the they Romans. Were, yeah. The Romans were real big on that. So I'd, I'd never thought about it in that context. Biblical sidetrack over. <laughs> For now. Sasha's body, so yes, it is her that has died, mm-hmm. is brought in and a calcified finger breaks off the hand as Carla Hoffman, Dr. Namaroff's assistant, looks in horror. And then she dies. How's that calcified? Calcified? Yeah, because it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. if you're going to... If you wanted to scienceify, yeah, no, no, yeah, the Gorgons, you could say like, well, people are made of like carbony stuff. They sort of just dry you out and turn you into like they fossil, they wrap and fossilize you, including your uh, soft tissue. Or so- or fossilizing could work too. Yeah, kind of. Instead of you know, you are now granite. Yeah. Or marble. Police with dogs search the forest and find the body of Bruno hanging from a tree. I thought we were gonna be like in with. Bruno and Sasha, but apparently not. Nope, they're they're just the couple at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> they're like that first thirty minutes of the uh, remake of Friday the Thirteenth. I've forgotten how that. Uh, the my so only there's like context... a whole bunch of campers, and he murders them in thirty minutes, and we get the title card, and then there here's a new set. I watched that movie, but made for TV. Oh, edited for TV. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It's hilarious as an edited-for-TV movie, because you can't tell anything that's happening. Yeah. And everybody talks like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah? Cause, yeah, because there's, like, a ton of swearing. Yeah. So they're just like, what the heck are you talking about? My favorite... Dang it! My favorite edit of cursing is still Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane. Saints on a Plane? Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> the... Quote, Sam Jackson, I'm tired of these monkey-finding snakes on this, this Monday, Monday to Friday, Friday plane. plane. Yeah. This is one of the best lines in cinema. We should have stopped making movies after that because we had peaked. Oh, well. We'd had, yeah. We, <laughs> obviously, we kept going and God judged us. And that's yeah. why we got here now. Yeah. There haven't been that many good good books recently. And the movies that have been good are pretty far in between I like, well. well, we talked about this between episodes, but I like The Institute by Stephen King. That came out in 2019. 
Okay, I haven't read that one. He's pretty good most of the time. I feel like there was a golden age for me personally as a reader. I just picked stuff up and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Was that when you were in high school? Uh, no, it was like in my 20s. Okay. Somewhat in high school. Like when I was a little kid, I just read and read and read and read yeah, and read yeah, and read. And didn't read. have... Your time was less constrained. I was. I loved it then, too. Yeah. I don't love it as much now. I mean, you spent a bit good chunk of your, movie, your life watching movies. That's fair. Books don't have flashing colors and music. That's true. I'm a bad person. You're human. It happens. Uh, at the coroner's inquest, Bruno is found guilty of Sasha's murder and his father, Professor Heights, vows to clear his name. So they're just like... Yeah, when you said hanging from a tree, I thought, like, with a rope. No, no. I think so. I think what's happening here is... Oh, okay. He's hanged, and they're like, he's dead, so he's not going to defend himself. We've got to close this case with the weird stone Okay, finger. so this is not a, we actually think this is just like, we don't want open cases because it makes it look bad? I mean, I, I think it, it's probably one of those things where it's reasonable to assume that and police have limited resources, yeah. or they're lazy, so they just don't you, look further. You don't see that often. Like, a lot of times you have the the, the people who just kind of sham, ram through the what they think is the cause, but you never see it because, like, open cases make us look bad. You never see that guy. I want to see that guy in a movie. You get that a lot in, uh, uh, what's his face? Feels like a Ghostbuster character. Michael Connelly. There's a lot of sort of realistic politics mm-hmm. in police stuff, along with sort of more sensationally type uh, murder situations, but they still feel grounded. Not kind of like a good, good author, in my opinion. Uh, afterwards, Carla chides Dr. Nemeroth for not telling the truth. About what? Uh, he discusses the mysterious murder. We don't... We don't. This is a re- relatively long description, and I feel like there's major stuff missing. I feel... Because he's the, the coroner, so... At the, at the inquest, Bruno is found guilty, so it probably of him saying that, you know, he murdered her, and it isn't saying how it was killed, just making something up because body's basically a statue, and I don't know. Well, just her finger, though. Well, her finger falls off, but I'm assuming the rest of her is also... Oh, I thought we were going to say that it was just her finger that turned to stone. No, I assume like, They the didn't body. establish that she turned to stone. They just said her calcified finger, like... Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she is stone. This, this description's is a pretty low-power Gorgon if it can only do, like, single body parts at a time. I assumed it was, like, that was the only part she looked at. Well, you, it was, you like, a line-of-sight thing. Like, she stuck her finger out from behind the tree. So it's the Gorgon's vision literally changes you? Because normally it's you look upon the face of the Gorgon and you're struck stone. Yeah, I don't know, Hence man. the whole mirror thing. Yeah. No, I understand. Because if that wasn't the case, then... It might not be consistent. I have a mirror. I can still see you. <laughs> Good job, Perseus. The, 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 everything, like, is safe except for the, the fingers that are holding the mirror. <laughs> the more she just, like, comes up behind Perseus and he's like, Haha, I see you behind me. And she's like, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he's just a statue staring at himself in the mirror. Because clearly this man was obsessed with his own friction. This is Narcissus. <laughs> Alternate origins. Um, so, Professor Heights visits Namorov, the liar, apparently, and recounts the myth of the Gorgons, whose ugliness turns those who see them to stone. Is, is, is he aware of the calcified finger? Or was this just a non-sequitur that happened to be very on point? It is so difficult to tell with this description. <laughs> I feel like literally every other sentence is missing somehow. Because if she is fully stone, this makes sense. Like, she's fully turned into calcium somehow. Yeah. I don't know how you would pin that, which is my first question. But if it's just, like, her finger... Like, maybe he finds the finger... 
Or maybe Carla tells him because she's mad at him for not telling the truth. Okay. Pull my finger. It's not mine. It's your daughter's. It's a stone now. I just want to be clear, by the way, we are reading from Wikipedia because uh-huh. that was like the longer description. So I blame Wikipedia for being bad. Yeah. And a free resource. How dare they have like essentially unlimited knowledge for free and not be completely 100% thorough in their description of this movie. Heights is later. So remember, Heights shows up, talks to Nemiroff, who's a liar, tells him about the Gorgons. Mm-hmm. Probably because he knows that she got turned to stone. Yeah, he probably is aware of it. Heights is later attacked by angry villagers and wires his other son, Paul, to come to Vandorf. Because they think Bruno is a murderer. Or because they don't want him stirring the pot with the Gorgons. Also that. That's, that, that's what I think. And also partly because I read that, the beginning of the other description. That's kind of Dracula-esque. Yeah, and yeah. So everybody, like, we know there's a monster there, please don't make him mad. Yeah. It's already bad enough. <laughs> And, they, and then they find out he's going to take them to England. They're like, you know what? We're chill, actually. That would have been amazing. Like, we, we will pay you. <laughs> he's going to move? This is For awesome. Real? Is he taking his wife with him? All three of them? Okay. <laughs> but he doesn't, though. He doesn't. Did they, they, what, did they die? Uh, in the book, uh, Van Helsing goes around, like, staking them while they're sleeping. The wives? Yeah. In the castle? Because the, the, they chase The, the back. three sisters, because it's not brides in the book. They just, like, three ladies live in the castle with him. They might be his daughters. We don't know. Uh, Harker calls them the three, the weird sisters because you know, yeah, Shakespeare. You know, I don't think that Rom Stoker was a very good author. He's fine. He's not great. He's fine. He was okay. Yeah. The full moon appears. Oh, no, did I read? Professor Heights hears a female voice and goes outside. Like in the midst of the. Uh... I guess he's like in villagers. the middle of sending the telegram. He's saying that while he's being attacked by villagers. Which I'm assuming he's like in a building and they're like banging on the outside with, you know, boards and stuff. And he's like, oh, I hear a lady. She's very loud. <laughs> the full moon appears and he goes to the castle where he glimpses a green figure. I guess the castle's right next door to the telegraph office. <laughs> where the villagers are out in the front and he left by the back door. He staggers back. It's a small back- village. They don't have enough to circle a single building. <laughs> We're less intimidating if we're more than less than two deep. Come on, guys. Steve, you forgot your pitchfork. Oh, we practiced this last week, that Frankenstein guy. You got this. Come on. When we said torches, we didn't mean flashlights. <laughs> I don't care what the English call them. It's, it's more convenient cool than a name. I agree. This isn't the time. He staggers back to the house and writes a letter to his son before he turns to stone. So the, Okay, so it's not fast acting. Okay. Which is interesting. But, like, he sees his feet turning, and he's, like, scribbling, 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 like... Well, he staggers back, so his, like, legs are, like, turning to stone as he's trying to... Attempting poorly to run. Probably less comedically, but yes. Yeah. He, like, he wants to sit down at the desk, but his waist is frozen at that point. It goes down one arm while he's riding with the other. Paul arrives, but is not allowed to see his father's body. That tracks. Yeah, they're like... I mean, yeah, we know that from earlier. Namorov has attributed his death to heart failure. Okay, he's so Namorov is it on. He's like, stop looking for the Gorgons. It's bad news. But Paul does not believe him. How, like, on the nose, like, how coy is he with this? Like, well, there was calcification of the arteries. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Doctor, you said wink aloud. Dang it. Every time. His, his joints were just over stiff. 
Carla tells Paul that Megara, the Megara, Megara, okay, the Gorgon does exist. I forget who Carla is. Oh, Carla's the, the one who chided him for not telling the yeah, truth. Yeah, she's the assistant of Nemiroff. Yes. Also, Megara wasn't a Gorgon, but also this feels like it takes place in Russia, so who cares? Megara isn't a Gorgon? No, that is Hercules' I know that first wife? in the movie. Okay. At the hospital, Carla tells Nemiroff what she has learned about the Gorgon from Professor Heights' letter to Paul, which she read at his house. It's green. By the castle. <laughs> Turns people to stone. <laughs> Basic Gorgon stuff. Radoff, an orderly, comes in and reports that Martha, a mentally disturbed patient, has escaped again. Namoroff tells Carla that Megara has taken on human form. Is it Martha? Is this I'm, actually a science fiction thing? She I'm has like, like a stone ray? My head is exploding with all the stuff that's going on right here. Also, Radoff sounds like a 60s Batman villain who is the Ratman or something. The Radoff. But like his original name was Radoff? Yeah. Okay. And he's like a... And and he's an informant on his buddies? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in the Russian mob. He uh, lies and talks to the cops. He gets, you know, attacked for them and he falls in down like a pit or like in the sewer gets attacked by rats. He's like, then I will be the true rat! And he becomes the Rat King, who I think is actually a Batman villain. And, like, he doesn't actually turn into a rat, but he, like, commands rats to do yeah. things for him, and he can, like, hear things through their ears and see things through their yeah, eyes. Yeah, like the 1980s Rat ma- uh, Rat King from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. I'm, a, I'm, on a, I'm really on board with this idea, actually. <laughs> it's a non-sequitur back to the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, I did also want to call back to, speaking of the movie, the fact that Carla just lets herself in Heights' house and is, like, poking around his mail. I mean, he probably didn't lock it. Yeah, and she did go and retrieve the body, I yeah. guess, or help with that. So, Paul hears a haunting female voice okay, and goes out into now? the courtyard. So, they're also combining sirens into the Gorgons. Yeah, that, that, may, that tracks. It's like a, we're just going to chuck everything at the wall. That's it's 1942 when this comes out. Nobody had read anything at that point. <laughs> Books were just coming up. Uh, that's. I mean, it doesn't seem like the kind of era where you like Americans would be sitting around the dinner table like discussing Greek mythology. That you know? just made that. That feels like a more interesting monster. Because draws it, you in and then turns you to stone. Yeah. Okay. Um, whereas the sirens, I think they fed on the dead bodies of sailors. Well, it's interesting too because it has the contrast of beautiful voice, ugly face. Mm-hmm. So the voice of like, come on to me. And then like there's a mismatch of, oh no. Yeah. And you get turned to stone. I like that idea. And then they live, they also live isolated though. So very interesting monster. Don't really care about the movie it's in, but the monster is intriguing to me. He uh, he goes out into the courtyard after he hears this haunting female voice where he sees the reflection of a horrible figure in the pool and collapses. So... Reflection dampens the effect, doesn't turn you into stone. He wakes up in a hospital bed. His hair ah, has J.K. gone Rowling gray. like this movie. What? J.K. Rowling like this movie. Why, with the hair gone gray? No, with Chamber of Secrets. With a basilisk. Right, right, right. It kills with its eyesight, but then uh, Hermione sees a reflection and just goes into a coma. The cat sees its reflection in a puddle and goes into a coma. I doubt this is the first thing to come up with that. Yeah. I've also forgotten all the specifics of that book. It's okay. 
As he leaves, Namorov sees that Paul and Carla are holding hands. Okay. Paul digs up his father's grave. Yep. All he right. wasn't allowed to see the body, you know. And he did want to. And he's heard there might be, you know, Gorgons going around and that there's also a conspiracy to hide the Gorgons. Yeah, and he does find that his body was turned to stone. Carla appears and Paul offers to take her away, but she refuses. Back at the house, Professor Meister, Paul's tutor, arrives. Ah, uh, we have Professor our Van Helsing. Meister? Do they really have a guy? Uh, okay, I know we talked about like how Americans didn't know a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in 1942 about things that weren't. I don't think in this America. is an American movie. You don't think so? These are very Russian or German names. It sounds German, yeah. But Professor Meister is just like Professor Master. It's as if you had a character in a movie who was your manager, but his actual name was Boss. Manager yeah. Boss? Yeah. Like, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you do in your own language. Unless you're trying to be funny. No. Some people just have names that are just words. Especially, like, because a lot of last names come from job titles, like Smith. Yes, but you're you're making this movie up. Yeah. When you're making the movie up and you have the maybe it's named after someone, the manager know. named Mr. Boss. This is definitely your Van Helsing ripoff, by the way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is Professor Van Helsing. Nemiroff performs an autopsy on Martha. I forgot who Martha was. She was the escape mental patient. I guess she died. I guess, and removes her brain. Carl asks him if Martha is Megara, but he says no. Paul and Meister, so the, that's answers oh, right. your question. Because after she escaped, they said that she had taken human form. Yeah. Maybe it is her, and he's going to use the brain to as to make a super weapon to turn people to stone, question mark? I like that idea. Maybe a little bit advanced for 1942? Also, right. I just realized that they're in the middle of World War II when they're doing this. I mean, if you remember back to when we did the, the 30s episode, Nightlife of the Gods, literally a dude had a device that could turn people to stone and back. I do vaguely remember that. So yeah, this is this precedence. Which one was the one where the stone things kept appearing and they like got larger and larger and falling over and they were going to take over everything? It was like crystals and they would grow and then they would break and fall and that would cause them to spread. Dang, I can't that remember. Cool that was idea. like real early. Yep. Okay. We've I've covered some wild I movies. Thought man. of that, and we're in years. Uh, Paul and Meister talk over events and deduce that Megara must not be looked at directly. Okay, no duh. <laughs> Again, a lot of people hadn't heard of Gorgon. Yeah, maybe they just fine. didn't. They're like, okay, yeah, we have to really explain what this is. It's like how the first Wolfman has Larry ask what a werewolf is. And right now that seems ludicrous, but it's like, yeah, people would have no idea what you're talking about back then. Weren't they kind of inventing it at that point, too? Uh, the concept of people, no, werewolves were around for a oh, while. Oh, right, right, because you have like... All lots of cultures have, and in France, instead of witch hunts, they stuff. had werewolf hunts. Um, but yeah, it's the, the a lot of the tropes they were making up in that movie, like the, the whole silver bullet thing. Okay, okay. Inspector Kanoff shows them details of all the women who have come to live in Vandorf. Carla is one of them. Yes, yes, she's she li- is a we- woman <laughs> in there. Like, okay, she's not directly from the country. That happens. I guess maybe they're making the point that she wasn't born there. Carla demands to know why Namorov spies on her. Xenophobic, but for a good reason in this particular case. Because there is a monster killing everybody by turning them to stone. And it's Greek. Yeah. During foreigners. She arranges to to meet Paul at Castle Borsky the next morning. So she's definitely a Gorgon. But no one can survive there! (laughs) 
It is really dumb. They meet and she agrees to come away with him, but says it must be immediately. When he says he must find Magura first, she says she will never see him again. Ratoff attacks Paul, but Meister saves him. Yeah, she's 100% the Gorgon. And she's like, or there's multiple Gorgons, and she's just like, I just want to live my life. One of the, yeah, Megara she's one is of them. crazy and wants to kill everybody, and also keeps singing to make people come close. Meister finds a file on Carla, which shows that she suffered from amnesia attacks during the full moon. He thinks that she is Megara, but Paul refuses to believe If it. she is a random werewolf, this would be the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have a werewolf versus Gorgon fight. Do, are werewolves susceptible to be turn, being turned into stone? They like can only be things? killed by a silver bullet. Who knows? But being turned to stone is not being killed. Uh, the last two have died. Yeah, I know, but that's because they're human. Like, uh, you can chop off died. a werewolf. doesn't die. Chop I've off seen... a werewolf's head, he wouldn't die either. Exactly. He would come back together like in Monster Squad when he literally gets blown up and just slurps back together. They find Carla outside struggling with Ratoff. She tells it's Paul, Paul, it's too late to go away. The doorbell rings, and Paul hides Carla. Right, I'll stay there, I'm gonna hide Carla. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused about the, like, geography of the action and all this. Yeah, I wasn't even aware they were inside of a house. They were outside the castle. I assume they're the castle still castle has there. a doorbell? I'm assuming, like, a literal bell, ding but dong. I think you're like, yeah, ding dong. <laughs> it's literally the only modern thing. <laughs> Everything else is, like... Like, the roof is caved in. I mean, it's hard for a Gorgon to modernize in River's house, because you have to do everything yourself, because you can't call for help. You cannot. You can't explain what you want. They die. (laughs) Then you use them to, like, shore up the walls, though. Nemiroff and the police search the house, but can't find her, as Paul has sent her to catch a train to Leipzig. She never arrives. Meister locks Paul in his room, but he climbs out of the window. Why? What? Oh, Meister is like, you're in too deep with the Gorgon, I guess. I'm going to have yeah, to lock he, you up. He, yeah, he's like, you, she's clearly a problem. You, you're you not seeing the truth from his perspective. We're just going to continue until we can get this settled, and then we can deal with you later. Or Meister is suddenly bad guy, and we just I can't mean, understand I mean, there is that. a conspiracy, and he's, yeah, possible. But he's Paul's old tutor from, like, outside the town. I don't know if he's involved. Yeah, and Van Helsing was the world's most foreknown on infectious diseases, but also Toast knows everything about werewolves, guys. Or vampires, I mean. The police return to arrest Paul for Carla's abduction. She's a grown woman! Yeah, Just because you this eloped is the, with this her. This is the 40s. Women were barely people at this time. So, even more so, he should be able to pick her up and go off with her wherever he wants. Well, yeah, but she belongs to Nemiroff. Okay. Because she is a woman, and they are objects. I mean, I'm not saying this you can't This is not a cap- true opinion. This is just how it is back then. I'm not saying you cannot kidnap a grown woman. Obviously, that's a ludicrous opinion to have. I'm just saying they were obviously into each other. They talked about running away together. He's like, go get on a train. That does not a kidnapping Well, she didn't entail. make it to the train. Oh, and so they're like... And then he escaped like before she didn't make it to the train. It was like, okay, so he sent her a train, and then he kidnapped her before she got on the train that you told her to get on. Clearly, you're a kidnapper. Meister escapes. Also, you probably killed the other people who turned to stone. Meister escapes. We don't know why he was locked up in the first place, or where he's escaping from, but he escapes. And follows Paul to the castle, which apparently is not where they were. There, Paul finds Namoroff armed with a sword. Well, it says Meister locks Paul in his room. Maybe he locked himself in Paul in his room and was like, look, we're just going to wait for this to blow over, bro. 
there's craziness out there. And then Paul's like, no, I have to go. And he's like, well. And Meister's like, well, now I'm stuck here. I'm an I old man. I can't go out the window. I don't think that's what they're saying. No. But maybe. Like, this doesn't track very well. <laughs> After Paul finds Namoroff armed with a sword, there's a semicolon. And then it just says, they fight. Don't guns exist at this point? I don't know where we are in history. There are, there are policemen. Like, there's, there's a trains. country. They're, I'm pretty sure trains came after handguns. Yes, there's a train. Good point. <laughs> Go to the train. Those haven't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't make the train. That sounds... <laughs> she didn't make it. That's true. That sounds like That's a great, mythology. like, He's a, uh, Mel Brooks joke. Yeah. Or like Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> that would be the worst if you're a prophet and you can never remember what technology's been invented yet. <laughs> Give me the newspaper. The what? 1895. Newspapers were not I know, invented I was, in 1895. I know. Okay, I thought I just wanted to make sure that that was not the real thing that you thought. No. <laughs> Magara appears and Namorov tries to kill her, but dies in the attempt. Good job, dude. Maybe don't attack Gorgon with a sword. Yeah. I, again, okay. Magara is definitely not not uh, what's her face, Carla, but yeah. Magara is definitely the Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time we've had her on screen? Uh, there was a green lady way back when that killed his dad. Maybe. Is she green? I guess, yeah, the Gorgon is green on the poster. Paul looks at her, and as he collapses, Meister heads her, beheads her from behind. The severed head falls beside Paul and turns back into Carla. Meister tells Paul that she is free now, and Paul dies. The so, end. This movie combines your basic Gorgon, or it was the wing because everybody figures they have wings. Ignore that. With sirens and werewolves. Yes. Again, this is a very interesting monster mo- monster concept. I don't super care about the plot. It's way confusing anyway. But like, it's neat. It's a neat like. It, I I feel like there's an issue with these time based monsters. Like we don't, as modern people, we live very little by the sort of cycles of the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when that was, like, a major deal. Like, for one thing, just because, like, you couldn't go outside if it was too dark yeah. and the moon was your only major source of light. You had your little circle from your torch. Right. So probably either, you know, it's completely dark or the moon's up and, you know, that's, like, a major deal. You could probably get out and walk around or whatever and not mm-hmm. have to bump into stuff. And I think that there's, like, religious cycles that are involved with the cycles mm-hmm. of the moon and, like agricultural stuff that would have had like pegged to a moon based calendar and all this stuff and then so we have all this stuff that's like backloaded from a time when people were legitimately connected to the world in some way and now it just doesn't work in the modern world and I don't think it works here either the the werewolf thing like no modern werewolf movie that I can think of really cares about like it being I don't know if any werewolf movie thinks about like once a month is uh, all that we can have this monster show up probably the best would be Silver Bullet does it does that one do it that's a Stephen King movie starring that has Gary Busey in it for some reason but it's a mystery half the movie is a mystery about who is the werewolf and every you know month he murders people and it's this kid it's Stephen King trying to solve the mystery okay and that is okay There need to be more werewolf mystery movies instead of just, like, a dude dealing with a curse every 22 days. Or 28 days or whatever the cycle is. I think it's 28 days. Like, there's still, still, you know, plot to be had there, and you can draw allegories to, like, drug addictions and things like that. Um, I I mean, that's what the original, not literally, but that's basically what the original Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was. 
I know I've probably harped on this more than I need to. If you've listened to any of the things I've ever made, I like to bring this up. But <laughs> the original Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is a really interesting mystery story about who is Mr. Hyde. And nobody in the modern era will ever be surprised by the fact that Mr. Hyde is Dr. Jekyll. I mean, we I've also talked this before where it's like the original Wolfman movie was supposed to be a... You never actually see the Wolfman, and the mystery, it was going to be a mystery of whether or not he's just crazy, and he's just a serial killer. Yeah. I don't feel like you can make that movie now. Well, you couldn't even make that movie then. I mean, they, just, they were still like, no, nah, people aren't going to come watch this. Put us a cool wolf on the screen. I feel like you could have with the first one, but then after the, after you had actual wolf, werewolf movies, you can't make that. Because as good as your mystery or psychology stuff is, if you don't have a werewolf at some point, everyone's going to feel cheated. I would as well. I'd be like, I came here to see a werewolf and you just have some crazy dude. Well, the interesting thing too is in the, we just talked about the sort of ancient people connection to the world situation Mm -hmm. in the era when those myths were growing and viable as a, not just a story. It's entirely possible that there were people who maybe not physically, but like, in every way that mattered to them, like, took on the, like, the soul or the spirit of a wolf or whatever and actually did become violence. And if you did, you know, if you're in the dark and this thing runs up at you and maybe it's wild looking and maybe it's a, already a hairy person or something, you don't need for that to be a quote-unquote real monster that's mm-hmm. lit and, like, special effect. It's, it's attacking you. It's bad enough that it that it's out there doing this stuff but in but in modern era that would be a cop-out right in modern days it's like well it's just a crazy person what yeah and i i think we there's something about our our disconnectedness from our own minds and we're also coming at it like those stories back then served as mostly warnings or to teach whereas now we're here to be entertained Maybe I don't they know. They can that, still have that to a point, but I don't know what you would be learning from. Watch out for the werewolf on the full moon. Well, I mean, originally it was in France at least. It wasn't during the full moon. It was people who had made a pact with the devil. Okay. So you know, watch out for people who show these signs. They're probably evil. They're working with Satan. Um, I like that one serial killer who claimed to have been given a belt by Satan that turned him into a wolf. Okay. <laughs> Is that uh? I'm, I want to look that up now. He ate people. Well, I, you know, I believe yeah. you. I'm saying, like, when is what time, what time period are we talking uh, about? Dude, I can't remember. Like, 15 or so? 100? This is a while ago. This is... 1915 or the 1500s? Hundreds, I think. Okay. I, yeah, like, basically at the same time we were having witch trials, they were having werewolf trials. But again, it, in that dude's situation, there, nobody involved with that trial, I would bet, was like, I don't think that that's real. What? Like, he doesn't say believe that. Nobody who's, like, mm-hmm. listening to his testimony believes that. Like, if every single person involved there says, no, you definitely, like, the devil's a real thing and you can contact him, you can sort of time travel back as a rationalist and say, actually, no. He probably didn't. <laughs> but that doesn't really make sense in that context. Yeah. If you think you're making a deal with the devil and you believe the devil's a real person and everybody around you believes the devil's a real person... And you know that everybody around you is going to be really uncool with you making a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. It's still it still mattered. Mm-hmm. 
to those people because it was real enough for them. I've gone off the rails here, Brandon. Yeah, it happens. We tend to do that. I love going off the rails. I love talking. On the crazy train? Is that a song lyric? Yes, crazy train. I haven't. I feel like By we've Black actually Sabbath. referenced this before and I have never seen it or heard it. Whatever. It's a good song. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to this crazy train song and see whether or not it is good. Bye, guys. Bye.